Colorado musician Joel Van Horn has written songs about landscapes that inspire him. He records these musings as Covenhoven, the moniker that represents the name of his family's cabin that his grandfather built dating back to the 1950s, home to some of his best memories. Since starting this project in 2012, he's been taking a novel approach to releasing music, writing and recording collections of songs as if they are chapters in the book of life. His latest, Chapter 3, is titled A Kind of Revelation. It's out now. You can catch Joel and his band tonight at the Bluebird Theater. Joel, welcome back. Thanks so much. I'm really happy to be here. We're going to talk more about this new Covenhoven album soon, but first, play us a song. This is called Where to Begin. Oh 
It's the song Where to Begin from Covenhoven as performed in our studio. Joel Van Horn brought in a full band today, an eight-piece lineup to bring these new songs to life. So, Joel, your approach to songwriting can be viewed as writing music born of this earth, inspired by the earth. And on this new album, A Kind of Revelation, you take us to the West Coast. When does this journey begin for you? It was probably a thing that I sort of realized along the way. I was doing a lot of touring of the West Coast in the, over these last couple of years. And so it kind of gradually dawned on me that that is where this music is, is coming from because I was writing all that music while on those tours, spending a lot of time in Olympic, Big Sur, the Oregon Coast, just kind of up and down that area and making sure that I had time to camp and spend time alone out there on the coast and kind of soaking that in and kind of seeing where that would take me musically. Take me a little more inside your process. As you mentioned, you seem to pick a place, go there, write music inspired by the landscape. So this go around, you said Big Sur, California, all the way Mm -hmm. north through Washington. When did you know that these locations would be your muse? With this one, I was really focused on Olympic. I kept coming back to Olympic because I I hadn't been up there before and I really wanted to explore it. It was very intriguing to me. That was kind of the the initial idea, and then it and then it grew from there. Mm-hmm. I started realizing that it's not just Olympic that I'm focused on here. I think it it was more accurate to say that it was more of a coastal record in a broader sense. A coastal record. You're out camping. You're taking in the landscape. Do you keep a physical notebook of of the tastes and the smells of these locations that you write about? Or? I wouldn't say I write those things down necessarily, but but definitely I think I've always had an observant kind of sense. That was something my grandma would tell me when I was young, that I would come into her house and really look at things and really study things in a strange way that like a five-year-old doesn't normally do, I guess. And so I think that might have something to do with what I am doing now, maybe musically, that I'm really kind of focusing a lot of my energy and my attention on on what's around me. And the natural world is, is just such a, an inspiring concept. The well never runs dry, I think, with that kind of thing. A Kind of Revelation is out now. I want to hear another song from it. What are you going to play? This song is called Stone and Clay.
this train was bound for glory If only this hut were made of gold If only these words could tell the story Of the kid that kept from getting old But these pages will burn And blow away And their ashes will turn To stone and clay If only this train was bound for glory If only these eyes could see it plain The dust that settles in the early morning Will be buried by the evening rain And these pages will burn And blow away And their ashes will turn to stone and crack. Coven Hoven in the CPR Performance Studio. This is Open Air, the song Stone and Clay. Talking with Joel Van Horn, the gentleman behind this project. And hearing you talk about this new album, it seems like you take an academic approach to writing your music. Uh, we helped you debut the, your mini, mini documentary a few months back about mm-hmm. the album's landscape. And you referred to the new album as Chapter 3. Can you go in a little bit, into a little bit more detail on what you mean by Chapter 3? In some ways, as a songwriter, I think that it's helpful almost to think about your records in that way because it makes them from your perspective less important in a way and I think that's good so it it allows you to kind of step back and go 
well, this is just chapter three. This isn't the end-all, be-all. This isn't the final statement of Covenhoven, if you get what I'm saying. So I think that is kind of nice, and I think that's kind of important as an artist to step back and not take yourself so seriously. And also, if I am afforded enough time you know, in my life, I hope to, to get to you know, chapter 10 or something. It's also just a, an interesting... I think, thing to explore, this idea that records are, are chapters in a, in a bigger story, a bigger book. The first record paid tribute to your grandfather. It was recorded at his cabin in Wyoming, the Covenhoven cabin, the second record in the Canyonlands area of Utah, and now the Oceanside is your muse. With each chapter, do you feel even more connected to Covenhoven as before? I don't feel like I'm married to it in a, in a way. I don't feel like I need to to see this through, I take every day one at a time. And, you know, if I decide to completely turn the corner and do something else, it'll probably still be under the name Covenhoven, but I'm not too worried about it. I just, I'm really enjoying this idea at the moment. Talking about the ocean for chapter three, you name drop Jack Kerouac, the author, uh, yeah. on the new album. Were you reading Big Sur while you were in I Big Sur? I actually was. I'm kind of nerdy that way. I love that. Yeah, I'm a little bit of a nerd that way. because um, So, you know, I when I go on river trips, I make sure I'm reading Edward Abbey and I'm also reading a John Muir book right now. It's a thing and, and I really appreciate On the Road and Big Sur was definitely not the same kind of writing and, and, and hard to stay focused on, I think. But but just understanding what a tall figure in, in literature and how that place was significant to him definitely made me sort of dwell on that for a bit, you know, and just kind of explore that concept, I guess. And this idea that the ghost of Kerouac is sort of lingering out there somewhere. I guess that's the rabbit hole I was going down with that. <laughs> Maybe even here in Denver yeah, because of his time yeah, spent yeah. in the city. Absolutely. Tell me about writing your final song that uh, you're getting ready to perform called Passing Through. Set this one up. So I wrote this song probably about a year ago. And the way that I write and lyrically, sometimes I'll write these lines and I'm not sure where they came from. And I, and I don't know what they're talking about. And then later in life, I realize, oh, that's what this was about. It's a strange thing that's happened to me multiple times over and over. And, and the, the sad twist to this is that I lost my brother a week after we finished the record. And he, he was very integral in the mixing process. And we did a, a lot of sessions at Mighty Fine. And he was a, a sound engineer. It was really rough losing him a week after we finished this and, and not getting to celebrate with him and not having him there at the release show and not having him here moving forward is pretty rough. And we're me and my family are still working through that. The idea that passing through really was and is now really m very much feels like it's about Ben. It's an interesting thing. It's, it's strange that these songs sometimes have this sort of self-fulfilling prophecy sort of effect. And I remember thinking after I wrote that line, bathed in a light that seemed everlasting, until the night it was red light flashing blue, I guess we're all just passing through. I remember writing that thinking that is a really poignant line. I love that line, but there was a foreboding in it, like a, uh-oh, who is this going to be about in my life? And, and it was hard to realize that a week later, that's, that's really where that landed. But it is, a, for me, a moving song, and, and, uh, and the record is, of course, dedicated to Ben. Well, let's hear this one for Ben. Jules Van Horn, a.k.a. Covenhoven, is our guest, and he's going to be taking to the piano on this one.
Suddenly the spring was the summer Out of the blue everything was another color Looking through the glass at you From Covenhoven, the song Passing Through, here on Colorado Public Radio's Open Air. The band celebrating their new album, A Kind of Revelation, tonight at the Bluebird Theater. Still Tide will be opening up. The new Covenhoven album is out now, and it's featured at the Open Air Listening Station at Twist and Shout Records. Joel, thank you so much for coming in and sharing the story and these new songs with us. Thank you for having us. We, we loved our, our time here. <laughs> 